You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. If this is your first time listening to Locked On Boston College, we are a daily BC podcast that gets into all the news and analysis that you want. On today's show, we are going to preview the Wake Forest game. We are going to go over the top 25 list that came out in the Boston College Alumni Magazine. It's their top 25 athletes of all time at BC. I have some thoughts about that. And we are going to talk about Prestos versus Pinos. Now, if you're a younger uh, graduate or if you're still a student at Boston College, you may not know what Prestos is. I want to talk about that for a segment because when there's not a lot of games going on, we get to the fun stuff. Uh, First of all, there's some news. Let's go over news quickly. Boston College men's hockey will be playing UMass Lowell this weekend. One of my favorite series, and it's a bummer that there's no uh, fans in attendance for these games because I love going to the Sanga Center. They have great pizza there, and you can grab a a beer with with the game. And it's just a a fun atmosphere. I'm a big fan of going to the Sanga Arena. And uh, so that's going to be a big game. Lowell has struggled this year. They are 3-5. and They're a team that had... Quite a few games postponed in the middle of January against Merrimack, BU, Connecticut, uh, UMass, you name it, they had it postponed. But they've lost their last four games. They lost two to Amherst. They you know, got beat pretty soundly, 5 nothing and 2-1. to one. And then they got swept by UNH, uh, another 2-1 to one loss at the Saga Center. And then they got uh, into a shootout with U- uh, UNH on Saturday in a 7-6 loss. So... Usually, when you're talking Lowell, you can talk about them being a great... They're usually one of the top teams in the Hockey East, and I would never count them out because they always play BC tough. Um, And, you know, I think when you look at what they've gone through and the pauses that they had to go through, that really sets up a team to fail. Uh, Honestly, you can make... It it sounds like an excuse, but that's what it is. These, These players, they work off routine, and when the routine is thrown off, it t- it's like a restart over and over again. So we, I, I wouldn't count them out. Now, they have to play um, – they're playing UConn. They played UConn this last night, and I don't, I'm recording it before they ended their game. Um, but we'll see what happens when they face off with the Eagles. Another quick hockey note. Defenseman Marshall Warren will be suspended for the first UMass game uh, – uh, UMass Lowell game, excuse me – as he uh, left Saturday's game after a hit-to-the-head major penalty, and the Hockey East uh, officiating crew handed down a one-game suspension for him. So he will miss Friday's game. Now for baseball, there's more good news. As I said earlier, three players have been on All-American teams for Boston College. Now Baseball America today did their... Uh, tournament preview. So you might see Bracketology on ESPN for basketball. Baseball America does the same thing for baseball. And Boston College is in their Bracketology this this year. Uh, they were a three seed in the a, um, bracket with Texas Tech, Fairfield, and Auburn. So the future's looking bright for the Eagles. You know, they're looking like a team that is going to battle in the ACC. And, you know, 
they're going to have the 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 talent and guns to actually make a big run this year. So again, we're going to watch more with the Eagles and that baseball squad, but let's check more of that out in the future. They kick off their season next week on the 19th against Charleston Southern. I don't believe that game is going to be televised. I looked. I keep looking on bceagles.com. I don't see anything about television. Last year when they played some of those early games, I think they played Northern Illinois to start the season, those games were not on TV. So it's going to be kind of tough to analyze it, but we'll get we'll get box scores. We'll look into it. You know, BC Eagles does a nice job of putting GIFs up and recaps and things like that. So we'll be all over that if you go to Boston uh, BC Bulletin, my website that I am the editor and publisher of. Now, tonight, Boston College plays against Wake Forest. It's a 7 o'clock start, and this is a battle between two teams I feel that are kind of going into opposite directions. Now, as I mentioned earlier yeah, uh, on an earlier podcast, Wake Forest has a new head coach, Steve Forbes, who took over for Danny Manning, who was basically just kind of like... The, uh, their version of Jim Christian. Struggling, they wasn't getting anywhere. They bring in a coach from Middle Tennessee. Steve Forbes has won everywhere he's gone. And now he's at Wake Forest, and he's already turning the program around. So BC sits at 3-11. and You know, they just lost to NC State in a game where they didn't have, you know, a lot of their guns. Wake Forest is 5-8. and Now, BC in their last five games is 1-4, uh, while Wake Forest is 2-3 and three in their last five games. Wake Forest has two ACC wins. They beat Pittsburgh and they beat Miami. Obviously, Pittsburgh is the more, uh, it's the higher quality win. Pittsburgh has got some good players on their team. Wake Forest is a team on the rise. Now, they don't have, like, they're not completely there yet. And if you look at a lot of the statistics, they're almost identical to BC. Like, you know, their scoring offense is at 69 points per game. They're scoring defense, 68 points. So they let up a little bit less than BC on defense. Their Ken Palm ratings is almost identical. BC's actually a little better than, than Wake Forest at 112 versus 117 for Wake Forest. So they have a little edge there. Now, again, the big question with this game is we do not know who is going to be available for Boston College. Now I mentioned in our NC State recap that they are gonna, you know, they were missing a lot of players last time, and I forgot about James Carnick. He's the other one that they were missing. Now, if they get some of these players back, it could be a competitive game. I don't know though. Wake Forest will be playing with Carter Witt, who joined the team uh, pretty recently, and you know he's working his way into that lineup. They've also got some talent on this team, and I think that's what we want to watch for. They have four players averaging double digits. You know, Davian Williamson leads the team with 13.3 points per game and is an effective shooter, you know, shooting 47% from the field. But I think for BC, it's all going to be about health. You you need more depth out there. They cannot play with five guys scoring and then the bench not doing anything. You're not going to beat anyone. You're not going to beat Wake Forest. If you remember correctly, this is the game, one of those games at the beginning of the year. No matter what you thought about Boston College, this looked like a winnable game for BC. It was one of the games I believe that they were favored in. Now, if you look at ESPN, ESPN's predictor has BC as a, at about a 60% chance to win this game. But Vegas, the spread on ESPN, we don't have the um, betonline.ag spread yet, but BC is a one-point underdog. Now, I don't know how you bet on this game, no matter what. I mean, it's it's always tough to, to, to bet on BC, uh, no matter what they're doing. But when they, you don't know who they have, I mean, one point, if they're missing all of those players again, seems like an easy bet for Wake Forest. 
BC is six and eight against the spread this year. Wake Forest is eight and four. I mean, if if I was gonna go on betonline.ag and the spread was one point, I think I'd go with Wake Forest in this game. I, I, until I see more consistent uh, play out of BC, a one point spread against anyone, I just don't see them winning this. I just don't see BC. They don't have enough horses, and I don't know who's healthy. It seems like a one point win. Uh, a one-point spread for Wake Forest seems like easy money. Now, in a moment, I'm going to discuss the Boston College Alumni Magazine's top 25 athletes and some of the snubs that I noticed. And then later, we're going to talk about Pinos and Prestos. But before we do, let's chat about Built Bar. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me praise how good some of these Built Bars are. Some of them are my favorite i love coconut almond now they have a new flavor out that's a limited time flavor on the website that you have to try it's one of it's i couldn't believe it was a a protein bar when i tried it it's the coconut brownie chunk built bar again coconut brownie chunk i got a box of these and i can tell you i eat one as a snack these things taste like candy they're um these are amazing they don't taste like a protein bar they're delicious, they're good to eat, and they are filled with protein. So they have 18 other flavors. You know, you get some other good ones out there. I'm a big fan of um, Cherry Barcia, Cookies and Cream, Caramel Brownie. They're all good. And they're great for the health-conscious guy that you can lose or maintain while indulging in a delicious treat. Now, we, all you need to do to get Built Bar, you can go get a box of those uh, Coconut Brownie Chunk Bars. All you have to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. We cover everything you need to, to know about the Boston College Eagles, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has got you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black, I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Check out my work at BC Bulletin. Now, if you head over to the Boston College magazine, they have it's a great magazine if you're an alumni and you donate i believe you get it free i always like to flip through it they caught they wrote something this week that really caught my attention and that was they did a a list of the 25 greatest athletes in bc history and the way they did this they went over uh, a, a panel of of judges to pick these these 25 players and the, in their uh, panel was Donna Bennett, John Kane, Derek Knight, the running back, Barry Gallup, former coach, and Reed Oslin, uh, former hockey player. So if you want to go through the list, I'm not going to go through all 25 because, you know, you can do it yourself. But yeah, it has a lot of the uh, a lot of the greats like, you know, Doug Flutie, Matt Ryan, Luke Keekley, Jared Dudley, and um, Brian Jonta, Matthias Kiwanuka. You, uh, Pete Mitchell, they have all the players, you know, they got some players from everything on there. And the women's sports, you see them on there, you know, Caroline Swords. But what I wanted to talk about was the snub. So before you listen to this, head on over to BC, uh, the BC Magazine site. If you just Google BC Magazine, you can find their article. 
I want to talk about the snubs. That's always more fun. So, of course, if you go through this, there is players from all all different generations. When I'm thinking, I think more current, and I think of some of the players that I I remember watching, and I I think of as as great athletes. Now, I, it it doesn't talk about how what the criteria was, but if you're gonna make a list of great players and maybe like influential athletes, things like that. The first one that I noticed that was missing was Pete Frades. Now you have to remember that when Pete Frades was here, he was a good baseball player. He, even before, obviously before the ALS diagnosis, he was a power hitter and a really good, um, I think it was a third baseman for BC. So Pete Frades, I, I mean, add that in with what he did for the school He's got to be on that list. So Pete Frades is my first one that I noticed that wasn't on there. Now, if you even want to go back in time, another name that I, I noticed was missing was Mike Ruth from football. Mike Ruth, you know, he won the Outland Trophy Award. He, you know, he's a college football Hall of Famer. I felt like he should be on there because what interested me was that they also had some guys that and players that just missed. And their player on football that just missed was Will Blackman. Who I thought was a great, a good player, but by no means is he one of the elite BC players of all time. I mean, Mike Ruth would have been in front of him. Mark Herzlig is another one in terms of football players that I thought should have been on there. I mean, Will Blackman, you know, he had some great punt returns. He did defense. He did offense. If you're going on athletic ability, sure, he could be on there. But if you're talking about just in terms of their body of work, like Mark Herzlig was the ACC Defender of the Year, Defenseman of the Year before he got cancer. He was one of the best defenders in the country that year. So I, I had to put him a little bit higher. Uh, and if you're going to go with, with uh, play on the field, you, you would want to put Andre Williams in there too. Obviously, he was a Heisman candidate. So those are some of my football misses. You know, you might have some of the older players or offensive linemen that kind of came through. Uh, you could also look at, um, you know, defensive backs like Tony Thurman. He was, you know, one of the most dynamic cornerbacks uh, in Boston College history. So there's a bunch of football players. Obviously, hockey would be a big one. You know, you could go up and down the list. You have Johnny Gaudreau on there, and you have Brian Jonta, but there's no Brian Leach. There's no Nathan Gerby. There is no Mike Mauta or David Emma, you know, who both won the Hob Hobie Baker Awards. So you're missing a few of the big names, I thought, in hockey. Now, I have to admit, I always say it on this podcast, some of the non-revenue um, sports, I'm not as familiar with the players on those teams. So I can't say like, oh, this hockey player, I mean, the women's hockey player missed it. She should have been on there or a soccer player. Um, you know, there's probably some out there that I just don't know. You know, Alex Carpenter's on there. She won the Patsy Katzmeyer Award. But Daryl Watts is not, but I understand why she's not because she transferred away from Boston College. Um, and then in basketball, you know, you're looking at the basketball team, the one big one, and we'll go back a little bit on this. This is before my time. Bill Curley, I'm surprised he wasn't on there. Uh, you know, obviously he had a big career at Boston College and did a lot of things, you know, with those big upset wins when they beat UNC. You know, Bill Curley was the guy then. So I would have put Bill Curley up there. Uh, but it's hard to argue with who they have. There's, you know, track and field and, 
I'm sure they tried to, to keep it nice and um, diverse. So there's a bunch of players on there I've never heard of before. But you know what? I like to learn. So I like to go in there and, and learn about some of the other players that maybe we're not aware of. Like um, Keith Francis, a track and field star who uh, ended up becoming one of the members of the board of trustees. He won seven different events and was a seven-time All-American. You know, you can learn all about these different players. <laughs> Doug Flutie's is great. It just says the Hail Mary, the Heisman, the GOAT. Um, but go over to bceagles.com and, and read the magazine and see what you think. See who you think should have been on that list. It, were there some other players that you thought should have made the list? And I'm sure you have your own thoughts. Make it known. Hit me up on Twitter to tell me who should have been one of the top 25. You can hit me up at LockedOnBC. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to have some fun. As I said, we're going to talk Pinos and Prestos. And I'm going to tell you which one I chose but before we do, I want to talk to you about BetOnline.ag. Now, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. The BetOnline.ag, they even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can find anything on their site. Real-time odds, updated props, anything you can imagine, they have it. Now, what you want to do, you want to head on over. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you need to use is the promo code Locked On. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to play some bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And if you're going to make a bet on BetOnline.ag, I recommend Locked On Bets. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want to win some more money, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. I listened to their Monday show and they were three out of four. So I bet on some of the things that they said and I, I ended up winning some money. It was great. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. On tomorrow's show, I am going to go over the Wake Forest Boston College game, give you the full analysis of what happened, what went right, what went wrong, and give you all the news that happened during the day for Boston College sports, which has actually been kind of quiet recently. Now, I have been having fun. Yesterday, we talked about super fan shirts. Today, we're going to talk about Pinos and Prestos. So, if you are newer to Boston College, Presto's was a pizzeria that's located that was located right around the corner from Cityside Brewer, uh, Cityside Pub, that was like the place to battle with Pinos. Now everyone knows who Pinos is. Pinos is still there. They make a delicious pie. I wanted to talk today about that rivalry because these were two excellent pieces. And if you went to Boston College, you were either Team Pe Presto's or Team Pino. And I think I could get to what the rationale was for each person that likes a certain thing. So Pinos, their big go-to was that Sicilian, you know, the square pizza that they offered. It, it, honestly, if that's your style, it's one of the best in the city of Boston. And if you haven't tried it yet, it's amazing. And, you know, they're the place to go now, now that Presto's is gone. After a BC football game, if you need some post-game fuel, I love Pinos. I, I will still go there. Presto's went out of business, I want to say like, God, my timing is so bad. I want to say like five to seven years ago at this point. Uh, but, you know, it was the place to go 
for a while. Now, if you're talking like a standard slice of pizza, Presto's was my place to go. I just loved the the consistency of their pizza. I thought their regular, you know, just standard pizza was my thing. Like when I was at Boston College, uh, you know, over one summer I was an RA and, you know, some of the the cafeterias were closed. So I had to go off campus a lot to get food. And for lunches, I swear for like one summer, I was at Presto's three times a week. I would get two slices of pepperoni and a soda like constantly. And I would just go in there and I'd read, like do some of my schoolwork and eat pizza. Um, and, you know, for me, maybe it's a nostalgia thing with Presto's that I just, I know they're gone, but their pizza, the, the you know, you walked in there, it just smelled like, ugh, I can still, I can still smell it right now. And so for me, Presto's, was always a little better than Pino's because I'm not a Sicilian pizza person. I'm just a standard pizza person. And I'm kind of a wimp too. Like even now, like give me cheese, give me pepperoni. And if you want to get creative, maybe mush, like not mushrooms, olives and uh, bacon. That'll be like as crazy as I get. I like it just plain and easy. And I thought Presto's did a nice job with that. And they're going to be missed. And, you know, during this pandemic, there's more and more Boston College um establishments going under i saw that um city side is closed for the time being you know obviously mary ann's is closed it's now a weed um a weed store it's gonna be a weed store i i mean back in the day rogies was a place i used to go to that place is gone they had that whole issue with someone getting hurt i think and then they ended up closing shop so more and more of these places that you went to, I mean, there was a place in Newton, there was a wing spot that just went under during the, the pandemic. So you lose places like Presto's, you lose places like Marianne's, but maybe once this pandemic is over, there'll be new, new places, new spots for the BC students and alumni to go to. Because, you know, at, for the longest time, you know, when I could, couldn't tailgate, maybe there's a game I just couldn't get on campus. I would go to a city side or a Rogies before a game if I wanted just to something quick to do. And so there's always going to be a market for those places. There'll always be a market for a place like Presto's and Pino's. And so, you know, it'll be exciting to see what, you know, when things transform again, what happens to those areas and who steps in. So my thoughts, uh, now I'm going to guess that you have a thought as well about who is better Pinos or Prestos, if you remember. Now, if you want to, tomorrow when I post this, I want you to go on Twitter and go to Locked On BC. I'm going to put a poll up. I want you to think back, and I'm going to give you choices. I'm going to give you Prestos, Pinos versus Prestos, or Pinos because I've never tried Prestos. So I'll be three options for you because I don't want kids that have never tried Prestos, if you guys are listening and you're BC kids, to kind of swamp this a little bit. I want a little bit of I want a little bit of um differentiation there so that you can we can understand what what the policy is. I mean what the what the end result really is. Now this is gonna be a shorter episode. It's been a quiet last couple of days for BC sports. We haven't seen much in terms of recruiting. I have a uh, updated post with Akim Sledge, who is an athlete. I talked to him and got an idea of where he's at with Boston College. I also have an interview coming up today with Noah Clifford, who is a lineman who I talked to and sounds really, really into Boston College. So you're going to want to check that out. And as I said before, let's follow along and watch this BC Wake Forest game. It's a 7 o'clock start. 
I'll be watching. If you want my opinion on the game, check it out. I'm I'm pretty blunt. I'm not going to be the type of person that, you know, some of media members just talk about it like it's, you know, reading a book. It's some some very, very dry cut facts. You get my opinion. So if you want my opinion watching the game, go over to bcbulletin.com. I'll do a live blog there. Also, check me out on Twitter at BulletinBC where I will go along and I'll put up stats. Like if BC is <laughs> – I think there was a 37-2 run by NC State that last game. I believe that was the stat I saw. Um, if there's anything like that, I'll put that up and I will tell you why it's happening. I'm not going to just say stats. I'm going to tell you, oh, this looks bad because they're not rebounding. Um, if you've been following along with this podcast, you know I'm a kind of guy that doesn't hold back. I'm someone who will tell you how it is. I'll do it in a professional manner, much more professional than I was a couple years ago. But um, I will tell you how it is. And uh, I hope that's why you appreciate this podcast because I, I keep it realistic and, and and give you the facts and my opinion. That's what Lockdown Boston College was about. That's how I got onto this podcast network uh, was because of my actual opinion and in giving you the real thoughts so we'll be back tomorrow thank you all for listening if you have not subscribed yet please go on to your favorite uh, podcast directory and as i say before if you have a friend or family member that likes boston college maybe you have an older you know a father or an uncle who likes boston college and likes sports talk maybe they listen to weei in boston and but they, they notice like hey no one ever talks about bc tell them about lockdown boston college and if they don't know how to use podcasts Take their phone out of their hands and show them how to use a podcast and how easy it is. It's as easy as turning it on in your car. So if you could do that, that could help tremendously with this podcast. And it would be the one thing I asked from you. Well, that's it for today. Take care of one another, and I will see you all again on Thursday.